0: Behold the venom produced by the head of the snake. Gaze upon the fruits of its propagation of the global war machine. Commiserating its empire of destruction and misery as it slithers throughout the globe. Bringing megadeth and agony to all. Beware the head of the snake. Stay vigilant, my friend. Yes, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you for spending your time in the tiger's den. We will try not to waste it. It is Wednesday, August 30th, 2023 AD. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as we face a constant attack, not only on our spiritual being, but our physical being and our very way of life, we must come to grips with the fact that we are on our own and to become as self sufficient as possible. That is the only possible way to survive the oncoming storm. As our bodies are pounded every day by 5G, geoengineering chemicals, poison food, poison medicine, fluorinated water, it seems there is no way out of this toxic goop that has been vomited into our lives. Is there any way to defend ourselves against this evil onslaught? Fortunately, ladies and gentlemen, there are ways to help us. If we open our eyes and our minds a little bit, they are all around us. When this earth was created, everything was done in harmony and synchronicity. Symbiotic relationships exist throughout the natural world. This cannot be ignored. For every action, there is a counter reaction, and so holds true in the natural world. For every poison, there is a cure. We're going to look into some of those things, ladies, tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna take a trip in the forest, ladies and gentlemen, in the wilds, and maybe in your backyard. You know, maybe in Central Park. So you'd be surprised. But also, we've got some breaking Fed news. We're gonna get that over with real quick. We're gonna hit that really quick. And uh, so we're going to take a walk on the wild side, ladies and gentlemen. And hold on, you have the tiger by the tail. And with us tonight, as usual, at my feet. Bouncer the Ninja Hound resting after rooting out all these crazy vomits with tyranny on their breath and lice in their beards. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. I am Angry Tiger, and this is the Tiger's Den. And I just did a tiger-like, angry tiger thing to a fly. And yes, that was very good. I do not like flies. They irritate me. Um, So welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we have a good show set up for you tonight. It's going to be a little different, guys and gals. Um, we need to empower ourselves. We need to not feel helpless with the things that are going around, going on around us. Because when that happens, the, the central planners, the new world order. Wow. Yeah. He's still in my hand. Look at that. I got that guy. (laughs) That was pretty cool. Tiger style. Yes. I killed a fly on air. What you think of that? Anyway, (laughs) anyways, lots of fun, ladies. And you got to have, fun in life or uh, you'll cry. Anyways, we need to empower ourselves, not let them take away our power, our hope. You could, they could take away, listen, I know this sounds crazy. Okay. This is hard for everybody to get. All right. But I'm a very simple dude, right? They could take away your house, your car, your job, everything. And you could go and live in the woods like a wild woman or a wild man. Okay. You still have the, guess what? You, You could live. You still have life. You still have this mind that God gave you, and you have the things around you that God created for you to use, and all these things work together, and it's it, a glorious, glorious thing when you enter the Paschal and the mysteries of nature, the nature, the mysteries of what is going on around us. And there are so many people in these, in this day and age, in this postmodern hellhole that we live in, that have absolutely no idea what anything about nature. Nothing, not a damn thing. And this is what irritates me. I can name McDonald's. I can name Burger King. I can name Wendy's. I can name Sonic. I can name Jack in the Box. I can go on. I can name Taco Toxic Hell, Taco Bell. Okay, I can go on. But can I name you know all the trees in my backyard? Can I name all the, the you know some rocks on the ground? Can I name any? Can I name the fish in my local lake or river? Can I name the birds around me? Do I watch what they eat? Do I see what they do? Do I see when they migrate? So, what's what's real? Back to the terra firma. What's real and what's not? Those things are real. Those things don't stop. Those things are symbiotic. Those things were here before we built our shopping malls. Before we had our cars driving around. These things were all working without our help. So, something to look at and something to learn from from these things, you know. So, anyway. Enough of that rant, but um, yeah, we're going to do some balance here. Um, I know I've been I've been playing some electric music lately for you guys, but uh, I did mention uh, Marty Robbins in the continental suit, and I thought maybe before we jumped into this, because this is going to be kind of an adventurous thing, we could share this together, so I don't know if any of you don't know who Marty Robbins is, you need to find out, find out quick. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, share tab audio. So there we are. Yes, okay. And yes, here we go. Some Marty Robbins. Yeah, there we go. I did it. Yeah. Joy. An old Marty Robbins. There he is. And a voice like silk. See, this is nice chilling out music. You got a little brandy. No sound, AT? Oh, I'm sharing the audio, man. All right. Well, that's no good. I've got another video, too. I hope that works. Mm -mm -mm. Not good, JB. See that? But, yeah, we'll try that again when we have come to the next video here just in a second. But first, some financial news. On the financial horizon, uh, what we have going on is actually, um, I am going to share the screen here again. And here we go. This came from uh, Gregory Manorino, and I didn't hear anybody else talking about it. And i I was going to save it for the Tiger and Snake financial report, but I, I decided that it was uh, fairly important. and And this just goes to show. Have you? Yeah, Jay. They have been fickle. If streamer has been a little bit crazy lately. Um, yeah, I'm a beginner too. That doesn't help. Um, so you know, dollar inflation nightmare. Read this for yourself. Okay. Now this came from the Federal Reserve's Bank of St. Louis. Okay? And and they are like I don't know. I guess they're the Jesuits of the uh of the Federal Reserve, right? They're they're the they, they're the they seem to be the mouthpiece a lot of times. There's a lot of intelligentsia work going on. You know, they're they're a good source for for information regarding the Federal Reserve. Any any of the Federal Reserve districts are good places to you know you just punch in w- whichever district you might be in this the, but St. Louis is in the middle of the country kind of and that's the one everybody goes to so this is what they're saying this is after this is after i'm sure some long long analysis paper right buried you know 5000 pages deep after they did some analysis because it's been analysis time lately the us treasury has just done their fiscal report We'll get to that in a second, and then we'll we'll jump into some, uh, some very useful, empowering information that I hope everybody, you know, enjoys. And, you know, we cannot sit here. Look, you guys have listened to some other podcaster today or went to Drudge Report, have done something like that, just like I have. OK, so me bringing you that information is useless. I mean, I can talk about it. I can pontificate about it. And we should talk about a lot of the stuff. I'm just I'm not trying to be repetitive with you guys you know when we got big stuff to talk about we will and when people want to email me and you know you can email me we're going to get that up right now if you email me and you got a subject you want to come on we'll take a talk about the subject or if you want me to look into the subject and maybe get some of the heavy hitters like jason barker or you know some of the other researchers in on this and try to look into what you're looking at maybe do a show on that you know get Patrick, the plumber, to take a gander at something, you know, that's, you know, we just, that's how we do things around here, you know, so email me angrytigersden at gmail.com. Very easy. Angrytigersden gmail.com. Leave it up there for a couple seconds. But so I'm going to read this article to you, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, I'm going to have to look on this other screen because I cannot see the print on there and probably you can't either. I just wanted you to see that, you know, it's actually, I have it. You know that by now if you've been watching me. So as a result of the high current U.S. government debt to GDP ratio and continuing projected deficits, we face a possible dollar inflation uncertain uncertainty nightmare. I'm going to repeat that. As a result of the high current U.S. government debt to GDP ratio, which if you listen to the Tiger and Snake Financial Report at 4 p.m. Eastern time, you know about this already and the continuing projected deficits, which if you have half a brain in your head, you know about this already, that already we, we face a possible, a possible dollar inflation, uncertainty, nightmare, nightmare. This is, I think this is Colin Eris. who writes a lot for the St. Louis Fed. He's got a blog and everything else. These are his words, a nightmare, uncertainty, nightmare, continuing deficits if unchecked eventually will lead to a fiscal dominance problem the problem seems likely given the way congress listen to this guy the way congress has behaved in recent years he's you know i could just see him over here going like this the way congress has behaved in recent years really in recent years really okay all right yeah i see that i see that So (laughs) a significant rise in long run real interest rates also seem quite possible. Given the three decades of decline in real interest rates are poorly understood and and may reflect temporary demographic influences, such as an environment which would hasten the trigger of fiscal dominance problem, leading to a messy monetization in the U.S. with ramifications worldwide. Many things would likely change in a fiscal dominant scenario to make the inflation tax base larger, to facilitate the funding of contributing deficits and less and blah, blah, blah. OK, so and he goes on. Here we go. If the bond market, <laughs> if the bond market, I mean, and if you watch the tiger and the snake financial report, you understand why the bond market is so important. We, you know, we uh, we would look at the bond market for a reason um because that is going to be the bellwether of a, a total financial meltdown we don't want a total financial meltdown because all of us are going to be it's going to be like it's, we're all going to be suffering ladies and gentlemen it's not going to be a good thing we're all going to we're not going to be dressed up like a dog's dinner talking about dinner angry tigers hungry already all right so if the bond market does not anticipate a fiscal dominance shock sufficiently far in advance where the definition of sufficiently far is determined by the duration of bonds held by the public. So again, I just want to point out with that sentence, this guy, again, is going off of, of these numbers that this this number alchemy that they use in Keynesian economics, okay? And there's a projection and of how many people actually publicly own bonds. Now, it is and th- it's 100,000% possible that this guy that wrote this report works for the Fed, looks at numbers all day, And does not know that the Fed is in there with, you know, it's leaving its scale prints all over. It doesn't have fingerprints or paw prints. It's got scale prints. Okay. So it's leaving its scale prints all over the bond market. All right. Everybody who knows what they're looking at can see it because nobody has money like that. Okay. If you're new and you, if, if you just watch the den and you don't watch the report, the financial report, the bond market's constantly being bought up by the Fed. They're the only player in the market who has enough money to buy the amounts of bonds that they do within hours and days and weeks and months, So and continually to do it. And we're not even talking about the repo bond market. We're talking about the normal one, because some of you might have heard of of that. I'm going to get over to the comments really quick. What's going on? Americans don't know. What do we got here, Jay? We've been playing the world. Oil being trade. Yeah. That That's the, exactly, Jason. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Their life savings can become worthless quickly or their stock market, you know, their 401k just is is, is evaporated. That's why, you know, we watch what we watch on the tiger and snake. We, we keep our eyeballs focused on the markets and the, and the, the indicators of bad things happening. It's not financial advice and I'm not an expert. I'm an auto mechanic, but you know, I have over the years, I've studied some Austrian economics and some some gentlemen within the Austrian economic sphere of, of, of thinking. And, and, you know, I, I want to thank them. And, and because I, it's given me an ability to read the tea leaves and look at what's going on and go, whoa, this is crazy, you know, but I am not no financial guru by any kind. I don't you know, I would never had the money to play in the market. I think I would now if I if I had money to waste you know, or gamble, because that's what that is. I I would mess around a little bit, but knowing what I know now, I would probably be doing fairly well, but, you know, the principle of it, it's a rigged game. It's like a rigged, you know, craps game. So they're saying that, they're basically saying that the bond market, let's see, I want to make sure I don't don't misquote. Okay, then bond investors would be caught with losses on high duration bonds. (laughs) And they're just explaining what would happen if the bond market takes a dump. All of these changes imply that the effects on banks and mutual funds and pension funds, now this is very important, why the bond market is another reason for It's very important. And others would be potentially quite dramatic. And then they're gonna give you an example here. He gives you an example here. In the 1970s and 1980s, major financial disintermediation from banks accompanied the rise in inflation taxation because rising inflation reduced the real rate earned on bank deposits. That fancy word is for holdings and banks going down anyway. If that occurs, however, banks and their political allies will redouble their efforts for use of regulation to protect the banking system from innovation and competition, as they have already been doing. Ultimately, the U.S. may face a political choice between reforming entitlement programs and tolerating high inflation and financial backwardness. (laughs) that uh what what uh, then he goes on to say this is this guy i'm you know this is from the st louis fed ladies and gentlemen he goes on to say what bearing does the most recent debt ceiling agreement have on the prospects for fiscal reform to avert monetization and inflation question mark the agreement was largely beside the point because it focused on government expenditures that are not related to medicare social security defense spending indeed by doing so it reinforced the view that there's no appetite for addressing the exploding deficits that are being driven by the categories of spending and he's he's hitting the nail on the head and you know like i said does this guy know what's going on he's just some guy that might be working at the fed part of this review that's it and the reason he's saying this stuff is because we had another we had a review at the treasury okay and this is the review just want to show you Department of Treasury, Washington, D.C. Uh-oh. Oh, I think we're going to have to give them all. Yes. Just a bank of the Federal Reserve. They're, the Department of Treasury is the bed where the government and the Federal Reserve violate us. <laughs> I guess is the best way to say it. They are commiserating inside that bed, and they are commiserating our destruction. So anyway... And they are the, yeah, uh, the arm the enforcement arm of these no good sons of a guns. Not to mention a lot of other enforcement arms, DOD, all that good stuff. So during fiscal year 2022, the American economy continued its historically strong recovery. That's how it starts off from the pandemic amid serious global economic headwinds, including spillovers from Russia, illegal Russia's illegal war against Ukraine, and continued COVID-19 disruptions abroad. Our labor market remained exceptionally strong with the unemployment rate around a 50-year low. Now, this is from Janet Yellen ET. This is what she says, okay? Because she's head of the Treasury Department. So, I wanted to point this stuff out, okay? Where was it? Was it at the end? Everything is at a net loss everything. If you go through this report, okay? Let's just let's just let's just bite into it a little bit. We're going to sink our teeth into it just a little bit cuz we have a lot of information to go over, right? So, the okay, net operating costs, less tax, all this, this okay, well, hold on a minute. One second. They had some numbers up here where basically everything is at a net loss. And I can't find it now. Here we go. Financial measures, dollars and million. Ah, here it is. <laughs> okay. Net cost. Nine billion. Okay. What what they're taking in? Barely seven million. What are we losing? Close to four billion. Budget deficit. Oh, there's a one billion dollar budget deficit. And this is the financial measures. Sustainability measures. Dollars and trillion. Okay. Total federal non-interest net expenditures. 79.5 trillion, 79.5 trillion in 2022, 79.5 trillion. That's, that's what this says, dollars and trillions here, okay? All right? <laughs> 76-year fiscal gap, 4.9%. All right, that's Social Security, Medicare, okay? And then something they call other, which it's, it's just 0.1% of the other, Okay. So there is no way, okay, net position at a loss, okay? That's what it says here. Gross domestic domestic product, 4.9%. It's 4.9% of that 79.5% or 79.5 trillion. I mean, what what does that tell you? (laughs) What does that say, okay? I mean, budget deficit, okay, your budget deficits are, you're in red and your operating costs are in white. Okay. You're talking, and this is in, this is in, this is in billions. Okay. So in 2022, okay. Our budget deficit is 1.375 billion. Okay. We expended another 4.7 billion. And this is on the U S budgets operating costs. That's them operating and doing all the crap to, uh, what else do we got here? The point is, okay, if you look at every number, every every metric inside of this report, as I did, I stared at it for I I got I'll gonna be honest with you. This report sucked me in. And I, I looked up and I'm like, I don't even have half of my show done. What am I doing? And it was uh it was a cutting you know I'm a working guy and and some things came up that for what I had planned so I had to hurry up and uh and put something together for you guys but I kind of like had an idea about this you know wanting to do a show like this at least once a month or or maybe more well you know we'll see how it goes but anyways so I got sucked into this report and every 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 metric we are in a deficit spending every, everything social Security everything and you guys already know that but this is just and they just go on and they, they go on and they continue to pass all these laws, pass these budgets, sp- spend, 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 spend our politicians with no, this is like, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean. This is like going up to a four-year-old kid and kicking him in the head. You might as well, because when he gets older, you're you're leaving him nothing. You're leaving him a rotten husk. Because you're a, a, a garbage-eating politician, and you're feeding on the, the rotten carcass of what is left of the United States of economy. Because the the, the you garbage-eating politician are whores, okay, carrion-eating whores, whoring themselves out and their ethics out and their constituents out for a piece of the pie of the corruption of the of the, the slop. That the Federal Reserve feeds up feeds into the trough of corruption for these no good, slimy politicians, garbage eating, greed addled politicians to feed off of, and it really makes me mad because that's what they're doing. They are destroying not only our children's, our grandchildren's, and working on our progeny, our great grandchildren's future. Fine, that's just financially. We won't get into all the other things they're doing with the social engineering and with the you know the building the security grid around them and turning them into mindless zombies okay that, that don't know anything we need to change this we need to empower ourselves so we can empower the future we need to spread the the the, the ways and the thinking of liberty of Austrian economics of thinking for yourself to always questioning okay always questioning always you know so people are situationally aware in their life on every aspect geopolitically to what is going on around you outside. So I I'm gonna ask the chat really quick I'm gonna I'm gonna chatter a little bit here. I'm gonna test this and see if you guys have audio. See if you guys can hear that. Can you guys hear should be hearing it now. Brian Taylor good evening. Little John, good evening. Jason Barker, good evening. The Mastodon researchers, Chris Graves, good evening. Tom Cooper, good evening. Can we hear this in the YouTube chat? It's really a cool video. I'd like to play for you. Six, what's going on? Can't hear it? Okay. Okay. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna skip the video. You got me. You don't need the video. You got angry tiger. You don't need the video. We're going to carry on. Sorry about that, guys. Um, He was going to say some things uh, that I was going to, I was going to play a couple minutes of this guy's video for you just so you could get a feel of, of how we could play it and I'll talk over a little bit. Um, I'm going to shut it off because I can hear it. There we go. So he's out in the woods, foraging medicinal plants. And like I said, in the, the introduction, um, that uh see if six can see that um is six in the youtube chat as well anyways um he's like he said in the introduction who do we got we also got uh brian taylor was in any other chat okay in my other rumble and then six it's a ghost town that's okay it's only angry taiga but this guy's out in the woods collecting stuff and like i was talking in the beginning all right we're under all kinds of attacks there there's foods that we eat there's there's the water we drink and bathe in, okay, there's the crap that they're spraying on us to, to to geoengineer things, right, and probably do all kinds of other insidious, you know, things that they dream up in their addled, you know, minds, so we, we got we to gotta protect ourselves, and we could come to a point where we might not be able to source, the supply chains are going to go down, okay, there's going to be supply issues, b- believe me, there's going to be shortages, okay, and there's a lot of stuff that we're not going to be able to get our hands on, aspirin, anti-inflammatory absolutely essential some kind of anti-inflammatory to have in a first aid kit okay not just for headaches but for all kinds of stuff right so what do you do do you know you know what what do i do if i can't get aspirin angry tiger knows what to do he knows to go into the woods hopefully there's some willow and he gets some willow bark and he you know Boils it and treats it and makes it ready for preparation. Now, everything I am about to say is not medical advice. It is not. I do not suggest, unless you are very well schooled in 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 medicinal plants, in medicinal mushrooms, not to try any of this at home. You know, I that is. I have to say that. I mean, do your research, do your due diligence. I have been researching and dealing with this stuff for years, for for over a decade, more than a decade, okay, probably two decades. So. I'm an outdoorsman. i'm a I'm a woods guy. i I've been doing this you know almost all my adult life for sure. So with that being said, guys, be careful and and if you do research this stuff, mushrooms and plants, especially, make sure you know what you're doing because it can kill you. that's that's my disclaimer. This is not like just want to let you know that is the disclaimer. So this guy, I mean, He's showing you stuff. I mean, like right now he's, he's breaking something open. He's showing you probably what, it, you know, the uh, actual juice or whatever you want to call it looks like inside. He's going through an identification process right now. Probably probably going through the consistency of consistency of the leaf, the leaf pattern, you know, it, that leaf seems to be like the veins. We'll call them the veins just for, just for simple sake. Cause this is working man's English over here. There, there's folium and all kinds of other things in there. But anyway, um, you know, he's showing you, you know, the veins of the plant, you know, they they could be a waxy looking plant. That, what does that look like? That, 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 that looks like that might be uh, not shepherd's purse, but the other one anyway. So, um, honeysuckle right there. Yeah. Ground honeysuckle. Very good. Um, but anyway, so we're going to go into some stuff that can, that's healthy for you that can, uh, actually fight some of these, um, effects that we're having, uh, natural Natural mushrooms, uh, a lot of different stuff we're gonna see. So we're gonna get into it right now. You're gonna love it. And uh really quick, I think I'm going to in yeah, in five seconds, I'm going to give myself a little break and then we're gonna jump into this, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoy this. This is important stuff that I am about to go over, and I want to thank everybody for viewing. I mean, I really appreciate it. And uh check out Sabata. This is my usual commercial. I'll make a new one soon. If they wanna get rich, and if they wanna get a line, gotta be a son of a. Boom, 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 Yes, yeah, what he said. You have to be a son of a. Oh, bu, 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 bu. Now, this is for the ladies, um, and men. I mean, blue cohosh has many, many, uh, many. Audi, what's going on, brother? Welcome. Blue cohosh has many, many uses. All right, and blue cohosh, you can find it. All right, where do we go? Yep. Okay, blue Co house. In most parts of the country, on the eastern side of the country, basically east of the Mississippi, um, down south, all the way down up until about the Panhandle, they like forests. Um, you can find them on the edge of forests, um, usually uh, on the edge of meadow, forest land. I have seen them in wasteland ter- terrain, and, the, and wasteland is like a mixture of, like, gravel and maybe some sandy loam-type uh, dirt, um, which is a sandyish dirt, uh, kind of a soil, sandy loam-type soil um you know in that kind of area too so um just want to let you know also uh i have found that in northern michigan a lot of times i find blue cohosh in the same uh, area as i find blueberries which is pretty cool um anyways so blue cohosh it's a perennial herb that is native to north america and asia blue cohosh has long been black cohosh as well has long been used as herbal medicine by native americans to prevent pregnancy induced labor help menstrual flow. And this is the thing you can already buy uh, ladies. You can already buy a premix of our blue cohosh from like uh, your health food stores, better health, stuff like that. Vitamin shop, whatever you got around you uh, to help with your moon cycles. So, I mean, that's how I'm going to refer to them. Um, Because that's how they used to refer to them in in, in the old school days. But uh, so it's very good for, for menstrual cramps and, and stuff like that. Also can be used as a laxative. And other medical conditions. So blue cohosh, uh, wild. You can look. You can look for it. It's a fairly identifiable identifiable plant when it comes to how easy is it to identify. Um, another thing you're going to find blue cohosh with the, with fruit on it. Of course, usually in the end of the any your summer season. So into the fall, depending on your growing season, is going to be depending on you know when you can find it. But you could probably mostly usually in in the northeast you can find uh most wild edibles up by the end of may so and then all the way into the summer so blue cohosh is one of the ones now i i picked 6 um wild edibles to go over this evening uh just out of my own ones that i find i, I know were really useful and i you know are easy to find for people so we're going to go on to the next one here and uh chamomile this is a great plant, okay? And the great thing about chamomile is um, you I, relaxing. You get a chamomile tea. Again, you can get prepared chamomile tea, right? Or you can take it in, in a pillow form. If you're having trouble sleeping, all right, and you're not a drug user, you're not like someone who smokes pot or you're not an alcoholic or something, or if you've been clean for a while, you know, and you've you've detoxed from a lot of stuff, right? And you still have some trouble sleeping, You know, you can, you can use some chamomile. You can also use some valerian root, which is, uh, we'll get into that some other time, but that's a horse of a different color. There's a few different, you know, chemical, uh, chemicals in chamomile that will help you go to sleep and it's natural. And you can find chamomile almost again, all And want to make sure most of North America. All right. You can find chamomile in a lot of different places around the world. And there's other uses for chamomile. I mean, this is, uh, there is a lot of, um, actual vitamin C in, uh, the chamomile, but, um, where the hell is, where the heck did it go? Why is this there? Anyway, chamomile, lots of uses good for anxiety. Okay. Tinctures. Um, it is a, it's a genetic nervine. So it's also good in salves. So on wounds, insect bites, stuff like that. Very versatile. It can be ingested, you know, um, John, I'm praying for you, brother. I'm praying for you, brother. I'm not going to put your business on the screen like that, but I am praying for you. Uh, and everybody, everybody, hey, if you're out there, man, uh, could you say a prayer for little John? Give him some some strength of spirit and strength of body and power. And little John will, uh, you know, dude, I know you got a character in you, dude. You can, I know it's there. Just, you can do it, brother. We're all behind you. So we're praying for you, brother. Without being too specific, say some prayers for little John. Anyways, um chamomile very useful you can find it in a lot of places you know um i i like this because it is versatile you know and actually i've i've thrown it in salads before and it's pretty good it's not bad eating really um some of the stuff you'd be surprised is not bad eating at all um we're gonna go into the next one shepherd's purse i'm sorry i want to kill this fly did i get you no um shepherd's purse here we go. This is another good one. Um, this, this guy is located, uh, you can find this again in, uh, most of North America. And what I like about shepherd's purse is this is kind of like first aid, um, in a kind of like walking down, you know, in the forest and say you cut yourself and you need an anticoagulant, a topical anticoagulant. You can also take it. Okay. You can also buy shepherd's purse again in, um, in pre, in, you know, pre-mixed forms. Okay. And people, a lot of people take it for a lot of different reasons. Um, and we'll get into that here really quick, but, uh, today's featured plant is shepherd's person on this article, uh, Capsula bursa Pet- peturus. Now, listen, I want to say something really quick about, about knowing genuses. Now, listen, it's not to sound smart and, oh, it's in Latin. It's in the forbidden, not whatever to get over all that. That's how the scientific world, uh, you know, uh, classifies plants and animals scientifically. Okay, I like the short names like shepherds first. I, th- I will always use that. I'm not going to walk around calling it, you know, Capsula bursa patorus. All right, that, that doesn't help. But but you learn the genus of stuff like if you get into trees and you learn the genus of trees, all right? There's poplar trees, okay? There's a genus of poplar trees, okay? I'm not going to sit here and, and try to be fancy with you guys. So you find out the genus and when you start going to identify plants or trees or even fungi, OK, knowing the genus like um, Argaic in, in, in the in the Mushroom Kingdom or Mortella in the Mushroom Kingdom. OK, if you know that genus, a lot of them have a lot of the same character traits. So when you go to identify stuff, it's quicker and it's easier and it's more certain. OK, if you're certain about the genus of your trees, of your fungi, of the plants that you're going after, you know, you, then and a lot of them like the nightshade family. They're all the belladonna, all that stuff. It all is under the same genus species. So when you know that it just makes it a lot easier for you to identify stuff when you're looking at it, you know, because there's key characteristics that most genuses, genuses share physically. So it helps to, it helps to definitely get, get your perspective on identification in the, in the, in the plant kingdom and and fungi kingdom. So, um, anyways, it's, it's good for stopping bleeding, reducing inflammation. Um, you know, a lot of people claim it's good for stomach aches, stuff like that. Um, what else we got? Is it's a common weed found throughout the world, though it's native to eastern Europe. It's hardly annual. It is a hardy annual with seedlings and sprout in the fall. And uh through the winter time it's got it's got these little rosettes that it holds on to. It's a pretty cool plant, actually. Um, that's what it oh, let me get it up on screen for you so you can see a little bit. That's what it looks like. Um, but yeah, how to eat shepherd's purse. Both greens and roots of shepherd's purse are edible. Once it flowers, it becomes tough and chewy so harvest the greens and roots if desired in winter or early spring for best eating quality like it's see mustard let you are you ready like many mustard family plants that's its genus okay and i like that they didn't use the fancy word pat the plumber welcome to the show the genus you know it's part of the mustard seed family okay mustard seed why would i say it? mustard family okay so is the mustard seed both greens and roots are edible and it becomes toughy and jo- anyway like many of the mustard seed family plants The leaves have a slight peppery flavor. They're high in omega-3 fatty acids, calcium, iron, zinc, vitamins A, B, and C. Eat the small leaves, raw in salads, or cook mature greens. So, again, you can eat it. It's tasty. It has all kinds of stuff in it, all kinds. Say you're poor and you can't get vitamins. Go get some Shepherd's Purse. That's, you know, that's not, it's not, it's there. It's free. It's symbiotic. It's natural. It was put here for a reason. You think you guys think, and that's the, that's the thing. If you don't believe in any kind of creation at all, a creator at all, do you guys think that that has vitamin C, omega three fatty acids? It's not bad to you know to eat, okay? And and humans can consume it. You think that's on mistake? You think that's witchcraft or whatever? If you're you know way into your religion and you believe anything that is not you know, it's not of the devil. It's not not not, not that either. It's here. The creator put it here for us, for us. We're supposed to be the caretakers, according to the religion that I believe in. Okay, we're supposed to be the caretakers of this stuff, right? We're not supposed to tear it all down. We don't, the the general public is ignorant. They think that's a weed. That's what, you know, I really, you know, drives me crazy. So anyway, on to the next one. Cattails, I, now this is a survival thing, wintertime and summertime, cattails, I am, I'm big on cattails, it's one of the things that are very important, you can eat the roots of cattails, they're kind of almost like a a potato-like consistency, you can make like almost like a mashed potato-like dish out of cattails after you boil the root, very good, and here's an article, you know, 15 brilliant uses for cattails, I'm going to go a little bit faster through some of this, but, because I got a lot of information, and you guys, I want to get it all to you, okay, is there a natural my friend in neuropathy wants to stop? Wait, uh, you know what? Audi. We're gonna we're gonna definitely uh look into that for him. For sure. For sure. I don't know if is there a natural alternative to gabapentin. My friend with neuropathy wants to stop taking it. Isn't that um what do they call it? Is that is that the uh, pharmaceutical name for neurotin Audi? That sounds like it. Anyways, um, so cattails. But no, Audi, we're going to definitely, uh, look into that. I will, uh, I'm going to leave some notes in the comments, but you got, uh, you, you know, my email and everything remind me about that and we'll find it. We will find it. Um, maybe when we come on the show, you know, you're, you're going to come on the show soon. Um, we'll, we'll talk after labor day, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get you on the show and and maybe we'll be able to do, do a little report on that for your friend as well. Brian Taylor, always interesting comments. Uh, and I love uh, Brian Taylor's um, look on things. Well, the book of Enoch says, well, well, the book of Enoch, if it is believed, says that the fallen angels who humanity to use plants and herbs, and it seems to speak of it negatively. Dude, I, I just, I understand your, your point of view on that, but I, I am going to disagree with the book of Enoch. I don't know why that's in there. I don't know what their perspective was 3,000 years ago or what they might have been talking about. Um, That might have been some person's perspective who didn't like the local healer. You know, the churches back then, you have to admit if you're a Catholic and want to, or a Christian, Catholics have to admit lots of horrible things. But if you're a Christian in any way, sense, or shape or form, the churches in the early days, okay, of all denominations, did horrible things to people who did not follow church doctrine, right? So a, a lot of natural healers were burned, tortured, ran out of town, okay? And I, you know, I see the Carnegie medicine, and I see the Rockefeller medicine, and I, I can tell you this, history dictates, because God also does this, right? The, you know, if from a Christian point of view, God gives us discernment, right? So I was listening to David Knight today and he said something great. He said, we, we, he does not want us to walk around, you know, not knowing things. It is okay to look into things. Okay. So he gives us a discernment. You look in the history of, me- of natural medicine and in my own personal uh, actual I testimony. Okay. You know, it works, it works, it works and, and, and all of, of the modern medicine is it's copied off of the natural medicine every pharmaceutical not, not not a lot of these newer newer ones but most of the common pharmaceuticals are copied off of some kind of natural you know medicine yeah I, this happened that happened to me as well Mr. Mr. Lauer I, I, I got beat up in the bathroom by a nun and my mom my mom who was a very upset almost beat up the nun but she was a little she's an older woman so my mom didn't do that but there was a all hell broke loose if you Take a look at me. My mom, my mom was nothing to mess with at all. (laughs) Talk about angry tiger. Oh my goodness. Uh, Whether it speaks negatively because it's expedited human discovery or it was just bad in general. I don't know. See, and that's why I love Ryan Taylor. Ryan Taylor, me and him go back and forth and I respect his opinion uh, highly. And I do, I look at what he says because he's believing in what he's saying. He's bringing it to me in a normal way. He's not all, he doesn't go all crazy with it. And he, he talks sense and he, his arguments come from, you know, a point of view that he has, I might not agree with it all the time, but I respect it because it's at least it's educated. He does the due diligence to educate himself on stuff. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate all of you in the chat and all my listeners and all my viewers, all the viewers on TNP, all the people who watch the, the foxhole, all the people who are watching these shows, you're seeing that we are genuine. We're not trying to blow smoke up your ass. We're trying to, we're, if Jason's reporting on something, he thinks it's important for a reason. If I'm reporting on something, what I'm doing right now is dire to me for you guys to know. Because if things go awry, I want you to know the same stuff I know, right? Right? So you can help yourself. There's stuff you guys know. I want you to share with me that I don't know. So I'm not saying I know everything. I'm just, I'm just saying this is stuff that I know a lot about or stuff that I can research about. And all of you can know a lot about this stuff. So anyways, I'm going, back, going off, off into the cattails. Look at that. I'm into the cattails. We don't want to get stuck in the muck because usually there's muck. So be careful. My thing is this. When you approach cattails, if they're in a ditch, it's one thing. But when you're approaching cattails on any body of water rivers included, but lakes, especially look out because you can run into quicksand in a lot of different areas in the, in the nation. And that, uh, on riverbeds and, 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 lake beds, you have to be extremely careful. Um, Brian Taylor, again, I'm going to throw this up there because I believe natural remedies are a good thing. Just pointing out something I learned. See, yeah, very good, Brian Taylor. And, and you know what that goes to show you have to be careful, you know, be careful on how you take things, right? Sometimes things are Are putting away maybe they don't mean exactly what they say so seven science okay milk thistle milk thistle is another one of my favorites where where are we at wait a minute where's my slippery elm data slippery elm is another good one um i'm just going to tell you about that uh i don't need the data um so slippery elm northeast okay and in the south this plant, this tree is great for if you, if you get into the bark, strings. it's cord, it's cordage, right? So the bark of the slippery elm is cordage. Um, you can make anything from rope to strings to, you know, actually they used to use to stitch themselves up as well. So that is from the inner bark. You can make tea from the outer bark, from everything to toothaches to stomach aches. And also it is used as a poultice. This is a, is, is a great, a great way to, you know, you know if you have an insect bite stuff like that infection stuff like that there's a lot of poultices you can make that will draw stuff out of you and and that's real it's not like magic it's just it really works um there's science to it you know i don't know how long they'll let us have this kind of information so i always say books guys i i like the electronic stuff but you know books little books find little books i mean they, they sell them in all kinds of sizes buy the little paperbacks of Uh, identifying edible plants, you know, I I did this on the, I think the tiger and the snake financial report the other day, you know, look, look, you know, we want to stuff, you know, stuff like this. These are the trees of Michigan, get a trees in, in your area, trees in the Northeast, you know, learn how to track animals, not only to hunt, but also so you can see where they're going. They could lead you to water, right? Edible plants. All right. This is, this is a great book right here. Look at this peterson field guides they make great field guides and this is a th- great it tells you how to prepare it, all kinds of stuff this is one of the most um detailed field field guides there is i i used to i used to carry this around in my backpack that's that's how old this thing is um anyways and i still would if you know things if things went off the chain so we're getting down to the the nitty-gritty yeah. slippery elm is great we're gonna hit milk thistle that's another one where are we at here Seven science-based methods for uh, benefits of milk thistle. Get my books out of the way here. I hit my keyboard. What kind of catastrophe did that cause? Nothing. Okay. Seven science-based benefits of milk thistle. Milk thistle may be used in treating liver disease, cancer, and diabetes, but the evidence is limited and some research methodologies are flawed, so it is difficult to confirm these. This is from Healthline. I did have one of these articles here on the benefits of something else was from, um, I think the Cleveland uh, Medical Institute or something like that. Milk thistle protects your liver. Okay. This is what they say. And you have to be careful with it. And you can buy it in pre. Again, you can buy it pre-mixed right now. But you could also go out and get your own. Okay. It may help prevent age-related decline in brain function. Okay. Uh, They're doing studies with, you know, the amyloid plaques and Alzheimer's disease and stuff like that. Uh, it it can build up and they say that this might help clean it out, sizzling it. (laughs) Milk, it can protect your bones. Okay. It's, this is all, it may improve cancer treatment, boost. It can boost breast milk production, could help treat acne. I mean, milk thistle, there's, I could go on and on and on. We could do a show on milk thistle. So, um, good evening, orange cheese. Harlan Stonewall, what is going on? Um, Harlan, I've been busier than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest with other things, um, in my life, so, uh, I will get a hold of you, uh, other than, like, the show and, like, work and stuff. I will get a hold of you. Um, on to the next thing. We're going to go into the world of mushrooms. Oh, my goodness. Um, real quick, the debate to me is whether we are using these things God created the right way or the wrong way. I get you. I got you, Brian, a hundred percent, brother. Well, too much of anything, all medicine is poison and too much of any of it can be poison. So God also put like a, I, I guess, what would you call that? It, you know, um, what, what do we, we take a governor, right? There's a governor on everything, like a governor on a vehicle, right? You want to yank the governor off. So the car goes faster. That's what angry wants to do. So thanks Harlan. Um, but, uh, with that being said, you know, it's a governor, the Lord put a governor on all this stuff. Cause there is a poison you know, too much of anything is poison and too much of anything, you know, always moderation is my, my big thing with everything. You try to do things moderately, except eat angry tiger is going to feast when this is over. Um, I hope you guys don't mind me going a few minutes over. Uh, I'm having fun doing this. This is, this is big fun for angry. Angry likes these subjects. So, um, you're stuck with me. Uh, Chaga mushrooms. Welcome to the world of fungi. Now, listen, this whole psychedelic thing, I want to address this, okay? I am not, I i can address this. Number one, because I used to be a consumer of psychedelic mushrooms, not for any medicinal purposes, okay? I've consumed them many times in my youth and in my adult life, okay? And not recently, but with that being said, small doses in research studies have been shown to improve a lot of different things kind of resets your mind frame i have never hallucinated on any hallucinogens i have never gone into clockwork or orange elf world okay and seen the lizards from planet poptoid or any of the elves or demons or anything like that i have never seen any of that stuff okay i i mean the most i've ever seen is like maybe trails coming off of my hand like it looks like um you know, if you if you watch a video and you see somebody's hand go across a light and bad video and you can see the trail, that's about it. And that's really nothing. So I don't suggest psychedelics for anyone who, or everyone. It's not something that you want to do unless it, like I said, this medicinal microdosing thing. But even that is carrying on. It's catching on. It's a trend. They're jamming it. Okay, so I don't like that. I don't trust it. Can't trust it, right? You know, because they're tricky. They're always being tricky about stuff. Let's get some music going on for that one. They're very tricky. Yes, and you can't trust them. So, and I mean... It's to rock around, to rock around, That's right, on time. It's tricky. It's tricky. tricky, 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 So hallucinogenics are tricky for sure. And they could lead you into some portal dimension and you could get, you know... Oh, seven hell's hounds could come out and eat your very soul and you never come back again. And demons are walking around, you know, and you're a demon puppet or you're a, a, another dimension creature, alien lizard people puppet walking around. Ah, I do my bidding. Who knows? You know, sucking the life out of, you know, your, your, your cat or something like that. Who knows? But. It's not for everybody because you can hurt yourself on this shit, right? You can jump out a window. You can, you know, see things that aren't there, touch things that might not be safe that you think are safe because you don't know what they are because other people hallucinate on this stuff. I've been around people. I had my buddy almost run into traffic, right? Another buddy, we're in, we're, in, we're in class, right? In ninth grade class, we're sitting there, Mr. Kramer, the most boring guy on earth, and there's this fan. And I took, I, I was with him. We're at, we took acid, and I hear this fan. And I could hear it was like, oh, whoa, 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 and there's Kramer, Mr. Kramer's voice. And in 1972, when President Nixon, and I look over at my buddy, and I, and I look at him, and he does not look happy at all, right? He doesn't look happy at all, and he's wearing these jeans, right? And uh, I look over at him, I go, dude, you all right? He goes, no, man, I'm cold. It's freezing cold in here, right? I go, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I was like, he's like, it's snowing, Frank. It's snowing. I'm like, dude, Bob. I, I'm not going to say his name. I'll, I'll, we'll make up a name. Mark. Mark, dude, it's not snowing in the classroom. You're all right. He believed it was snowing, right? I'm like, no, it's not snowing. You're all right. So what did I do in my four, in my wisdom at 14 years old or 15 years old? I, he, now, back then, we were burnouts, right? So we had long hair. We had wore jean jackets and concert shirts and tore up jeans. He had tore up jeans on, so I lit his jeans on fire, the tassels, you know, where it was torn, and his legs caught on fire, and he jumped up out of his desk and ran out of the thing, and I ran after him because I knew he was getting in trouble, and we got the hell off the school grounds before security found us, but anyway, I people have seen clowns. I have people, be, you know, being chased by crap, so no, it's not for everybody. I don't think that um, as a medicinal, I mean, if they can, a, a micro dose where you're not tripping, yeah, that's one thing. Like I said, you know, dosage is everything. A dosage is the difference between poison and medicine. That, that That's how it is. That's how it is with all these medicinal herbs. That's how it is with everything. And accumulative doses too. You have to, if you're going to get into plants and, and fungi and stuff like that, accumulative doses. Back to where we were, back to some healing mushrooms, for sure, edible mushrooms. Now, some of them don't taste very good. Like I am not fond of the taste of chaga. You're going to have to process this some way. You can make an oil out of it. There's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, Orange Jesus could be in the Blue Mushroom Zone in Stonewell. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, You guys are having a great conversation. OP, what's going on? Um, Shout out to OP. Check her out. Check out OP's Rockfin channel. Check out OP's YouTube channel. Check out Jason Barker's channel on Rockfin. Check out Chris Graves and Tom Cooper's channel on Rockfin. Check out the TNP platform on Rockfin. Um, but Chaga mushroom health benefits, this fungi might help reduce inflammation and lower blood sugar. Okay. What is Chaga mushroom? I also, I've also seen cancer research with Chaga, uh, some, some positive cancer research from Chaga. So that's, that's another reduces information, inflammation, high antioxidant effect. Um, also we have, uh. Bites cancer. Many studies show the potential for chaga mushrooms to slow the growth of cancer cells. One study said that using the chaga supplement resulted in a 60% reduction in tumor size. I did give my dog, uh, uh, Casper, God rest his soul, Casper, the champion warrior dog, uh, the bane to every small varmint in the world. He, uh, he had liver cancer. He, they gave him six months. He lived a year and a half past that. I was giving him chaga, turkey tail, RSO oil, Simpson oil. He, uh, he definitely outlived what they said and his quality of life was, was was good until you know the end there so uh you know may see it francis pray for him and god rest his soul anyway so we got the chaga right that's a good one um we're gonna go back down look at this really quick look at all these all of these are mes- medicinal plants stinging metal look into this stuff ladies and gentlemen the information is out there on the net and get some books there's a list. This is North America. Get to know this stuff in case you can't go get aspirin or Benadryl or some other anti-inflammatory or diuretic or any of these things. Uh, anticoagulant. All this stuff. Uh, antiseptics. Bug off. You got C- C- citronella. You might have it around you, not even know it. You got to go look for this stuff. You would be surprised how much stuff you have around you. It's unbelievable. So look into the medicinal medicinal plants. Okay, on, on to the next uh, the next, we picked, um, how many did I pick here? Use, and again, if you're going to go wild foraging for mushrooms, you really got to be careful. All right, you got to watch and know what you're looking for. We, are okay, Chaga. I picked four mushrooms for you guys. Okay, Chaga, one of them. Now, to get mushrooms in the wild, they are tree specific. They always have a host tree. They either host the root system or they host the tree itself. Okay, so nine times out of ten, you got to have a host for mushrooms. Okay. And fungi. Okay. So you got to look out too with chaga. There's a false chaga that's poisonous. So again, this is not for amateurs, but this is information you need to know. Okay. There's a lot of, if you know the trees, you know, the food, the trees and food coincide with each other. Cause there's a lot of herbs that grow around trees or in forests that have these trees. So chaga likes birch most of the time. That's where you're going to find it is on a birch, white birch, brown birch, river birch. Lot, that's the place to look for the chaga is on birch and usually it's it's up high all right usually above six feet and that can be found anywhere there's birch so that's how you find chaga in the wild you know to get chaga there's a lot of places they, they may you know already have pre mixed up a, you know chaga formulas for you broken down in oils we're going to turkey tail next okay this is a this is a nice one this is a beautiful mushroom Chaga's ugly. It's wartish looking. Let's go back and look at it really quick. Look how. uh, Let's see how ugly it is. Look at it. It's disgusting looking. No picture of some wild chaga? It is. It looks like a giant turd on the tree, a black turd. That's what it looks like. So, turkey tail. These damn ads getting in my way. That is turkey tail. Isn't that beautiful, ladies and gentlemen? I love that. Look at that. Look how beautiful that is. Anyways, so, turkey tails. Fallen. Deadwood, okay. It's got to be the you know, deciduous hardwood in your areas. All right. You got birch, you got your elms, you got maples, a couple others. Might find them on an oak every now and then, but that's what they look like. Again, you can look this stuff up on how to identify. I suggest you get a book. Okay. There's there's a lot of good books on how to identify mushrooms. So, and when you do this, you proceed with caution. I've got years of experience. This is a shelf mushroom, so like a poly. Mushroom. It's not a polyspore. Is it it might be a polyspore if I remember correctly? Maybe I'm wrong. Anyways, it's a shelf mushroom. It grows like that. And they call it turkey tail because it looks like turkey tail, right? And it's pretty, you know, good for your immune system. Anti-cancer potential. I get I was given that. It was a mixture of that. Okay. It may help improve the effect of cancer treatment, can help your blood sugar level, reduces inflammation, in antioxidants. It lowers cholesterol, reduces hypertension, aids digestion bone health, to treat the human papilloma palli- virus, HPV. Did you hear what I just said? Did you hear all the things I just said from one fungi? Do you hear Fauci talking about that? Do you hear any of the doctors talking about that? Did your doctor tell you about that when your sugar was high? Did your doctor tell you about that when you might get sick? Did your doctor tell you about that You know, if you have a, a, a digestive issue? Or HPV, did your doctor tell you about that? I'm pretty sure he did. He probably went the Pfizer way. He probably went the Moderna way, you know, and on, and so on, into the Johnson & Johnson way. The pharmaceutical companies own your health when you're in the Rockefeller Carnegie medicine system, and we need them for when you break a bone because you ain't going to fix that. A compound fracture, something like that. When you medical triage, you got to know first aid too. You should know a little bit of that as well. But we're going to go on. So that's turkey tail. All all of that. All of those benefits. Nine health benefits. Lion's mane. Okay. Another one. Now this one, again, decision is hardwoods. These are, wherever you're at in the country, if you got hardwoods, you got them. Florida's a bad place for mushrooms, I got to say. The panhandle especially. The lower you get into Florida, the more subtropical you get, the more it's not beneficial for a lot of these mushrooms we're going over here um but lion's mane you find that on oak you find it on beech, you find it on maple walnuts okay all right and this thing the benefits from the lion's mane could protect against dementia okay helps relieve anxiety all right that's what i I have used it for okay speed up recovery from nervous system injuries nervous system injuries so what it does is it's like BioPQQ, which I want to mention. For all of you who listen, okay, who are affected by 5G, okay, your telomeres are getting fried. All of our telomeres are getting fried. You can get BioPQQ, and you can get it cheap. You don't have to buy it, you know, $80, $90, $120 a bottle off of some people. Okay, you can get it cheaper, all right, and you can take that, and that helps cell regeneration, and so does lion's mane. So it helps rebuild the telomeres. Protects against ulcers in the digestive tract. Okay. Reduces risk of heart disease. Okay. Helps manage diabetes symptoms. Again, may help fight cancer. Okay. Reduces inflammation, and oxidative stress. That is an excellent thing. I, inflammation is, is your death. Inflammation is the cause of a lot, the root cause of a lot of disease. Boots the immune boosts the immune system. Okay, so not, all those things, all this from Lions mane, And this is all stuff you can go get yourself. They can't stop it from coming, and they can't stop you from going to get it as of now. And they can't stop it from ever being there. They can't. There's no way. Next. Oh, I got. Sorry, buddy. You're going to have to wait a second. Next. Where are we at? I think that was it. Oh, Reishi. Reishi mushroom, okay, this is another one. Many uses, benefits, cholesterol, weight loss, neuroprotective, all right, anti-cancer. Anti-cancer stuff, all kinds of stuff going on with with reishi mushrooms. Now, these are not as available. Um, You're looking at the lower northeast portion of the country. Are the lower northeast lower southeast portion of the country so the southeast portion of the country that's where you can find your reishi but look at this anti-cancer cholesterol weight loss neuro neuroprotective all of that so it's actually another thing is a okay, cordy cordy just cordyceps, cordyceps are also a good mushroom mushroom anti-cancer reproductive but ratio will, will boost your energy can you tell us more about bioPQQ? Yes, Harlan, I can. BioPQQ, what it does is when you take it, your cells have things called telomeres, and as you age, they they deteriorate. And when they get damaged, they deteriorate or they're they're devastated, right? As you take bioPQQ, it helps rebuild the telomeres in your cells, okay? that's 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 about as much as I know. There's a process that, through which it does it. But the Japanese found this out a lot a long time ago. It naturally occurs in blueberries and other wild edibles. So there's the good thing about that. So ladies and gentlemen, with that, where are we at? That is pretty much bringing us to the end of this show. Five minutes into it. But I want to to say something. Here is a free link. Okay. I'm going to put this a free link. Listen to me. Here's a link to Vince Agnelli's book, The Public Wheel and You. I'm putting it in the YouTube chat. I'm going to put it in both U- uh Rumble chats while I'm on there with you guys. JB Morrison, what's going on, brother? Thank you for being in the chat or in the uh watching the show, being in the chat. Once again, I ignored the Rumble chat the whole the whole damn uh the whole damn episode. Sorry guys. I'm putting it in all the uh this link is for the Public Wheel, and you read this because when everything gets said and done, and everything's devastated, we're going to need to rebuild, and that is the guide. That is the guide to do it. That is definitely the guide. So, Vince, shout out to you on that Substack. That's a link to a Substack free issue of the public or free copy of the Public Wheel, and you. Very important. Um, if you understand this book and read this book, you will learn about the Constitution. If you don't know about the Constitution or a lot about it, check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, check out Mr. Vince Agnelli and his Substack. Check out Jason Barker. Check out, you know, Chris Graves and Tom Cooper. Check out the TNP platform. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everybody for joining me this evening. And I also want you to remember, time is your most valuable commodity. Try not to waste it. Spend it doing something you love with someone you love or improving yourself or preferably all three of those things ladies and gentlemen thank you very much once again god bless one and all and until we meet again your time is your most valuable commodity cherish it and use it wisely until we meet again